0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, December 6th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. RFS rule expected to hit OMB soon. Even with capped rates, big CRP sign-up expected. Trump casts doubt on plans for new China tariffs. RFS rule on track to hit White House for review. Multiple industry sources tell Agripulse the Environmental Protection Agency is sending the Renewable Fuel Standard Rule mandating renewable volume obligations for 2020 to the White House Office of Management and Budget for review as soon as today. The RVO rule will be accompanied by a supplemental rule to determine how to account for small refinery exemptions in 2020. A proposed rule based its calculations on a three-year rolling average of relief recommended by the Department of Energy. Biofuel supporters argue EPA should use its own data when reallocating gallons. Biofuel critics argue reallocation is illegal under the Clean Air Act. Rates are capped, but USDA expects big CRP sign USDA officials are predicting there will be strong interest in the Conservation Reserve Program when the first general sign-up in four years starts Monday. The sign-up comes amid a continued slump in the farm economy, and USDA will have plenty of room for new acreage. Enrollment is already more than 2 million acres below the fiscal 2020 cap. And contracts for 5.2 million acres expire next fall on top of the 800,000 acres that expired this year. We know we've got room and there's going to be a lot of opportunities for landowners, says Farm Service Agency Administrator Richard Fordyce. But payments for general sign-up acres can't be higher than 85% of local cropland rental rates. The limit is 90% for continuous sign-up. By virtue of that, we're below market and I think we're going to have a uniform participation rate. Brad Carmen, FSA Assistant Deputy Administrator for Farm Programs, told AgriPulse Thursday, I don't think we're going to see regional distal location because of rental rates. A study from the USDA's Economic Research Service says that limit would have had a major impact on payments under the last 2 signups USDA conducted. Trump puts new China tariffs up in the air. President Donald Trump yesterday threw into doubt U.S. plans to hit China with new tariffs on December 15th. Speaking to reporters, Trump did not answer directly when asked about the next planned round of tariffs, but said very major discussions would take place. It was unclear if those discussions would involve the Chinese. Well, we'll have to see, Trump responded when asked if the U.S. would follow through with the new tariffs on Chinese goods December 15th. But right now, we're moving along. We're not discussing that, but we are having very major discussions on December 15th. Something could happen, but we're not discussing that yet. We are having very good discussions with China, however. Feds to unveil Unified website on biotech. Federal biotech regulators will be rolling out a unified web portal billed as a user-friendly tool to navigate the regulatory system as early as next week. Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service Deputy Administrator Bernadette Juarez said at the Biotechnology Regulatory Services annual stakeholder meeting yesterday. The portal will include separate web pages for USDA, FDA, and EPA and allow users to query the agencies. Juarez declined to hazard a guess as to when USDA's proposal to streamline its regulations of biotech crops would become final. The comment period ended in August and the final rule has not yet been sent to the Office of Management and Budget for review. Farm groups get together on stress training. Farm Credit Council, the American Farm Bureau Federation, the National Farmers Union, and Michigan State University Extension are announcing a new program to help recognize farmer stress. A combination of online and in-person training sessions provides participants the skills to understand the sources of stress, learn the warning signs of stress and suicide, identify effective communication strategies, reduce stigma related to mental health concerns, and connect farmers and ranchers with appropriate mental health and other resources, according to the groups. A press briefing is scheduled for Wednesday. EPA okays use of sodium cyanide to kill predators. Ag groups praised an EPA decision yesterday allowing continued use of sodium cyanide in M44 devices to kill wild predators, mainly coyotes. M44s are an important tool for livestock producers, and we applaud Administrator Andrew Wheeler and his team at EPA working with USDA to ensure that ranchers maintain access to this predator-controlled device that Public Lands Council President Bob Skinner. EPA said the revised decision enhances protections by increasing the distance for device placement with a new 600-foot buffer around homes and extended barriers around roads and public paths. Environmental groups criticized the move, saying the new restrictions likely will be ignored. This appalling decision leaves cyanide traps lurking in our wild places to threaten people, pets, and periled animals, said Colette Adkins, Carnivore Conservation Director at the Center for Biological Diversity. We need a nationwide ban. Here's today's He Said It. Folks in rural America will have to wait even longer to get broadband as you finally collect the data you need. That Pennsylvania Democrat Michael Doyle, Chairman of the House Energy and Commerce Committee's Subcommittee on Communications and Technology, to FCC Chairman Ajit Pai, who announced Wednesday the commission was scrapping a Rule 4G plan because of bad data. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, December 6th. Acropulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated.